morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culpe listening to Mad Love. It's Friday. You know, I'm always in my feelings on Fridays. Um, it's like the week just sort of slides down and I have to process it because I don't want to carry anything that wasn't awesome into next week or my weekend. So I was just thinking about the word disingenuous. Look it up. It's a fascinating word. Um, someone was trying to describe another person to me and they assume that I think the person is evil, but I don't think the person is evil and maybe they are, but the word I tend to fall on is disingenuous, you know, fake, phony, somebody who pretends they're really into (laughs) your issues and problems, but they don't really care at all. And unfortunately, I've had a lot of experience with disingenuous people. I think a lot of people can be disingenuous. I think a lot of people have uh, a tendency to just say what you what they think you want to hear in a moment. Um, But there are people who are actually just disingenuous. Like that's just who they are. They're that way all the time. It's not I'm going to, you know, do this in the moment or I'm just going to say this. They that's who they are that's their default mode. And so, you know, it's just fascinating to live in a world where there's so many different types of personalities. And, you know, you have to survive. So I think a lot of people just start to morph and adapt into these certain kinds of personality traits, so they can survive, you know, and they just get drawn to certain places and people because they want to make money. You know, and they want to improve their lives in some way or they want to do something different or they're tired of, you know, being broke or tired of not being taken seriously or whatever it is, you know. Um, And I do think it can flip a switch in some people. They just say, you know what, I'm tired of being nice, tired of, you know, just saying yes to everybody and getting my ass handed to me. And I think some people just do that as a screenwriter it's fascinating. And you got to understand most of the time when I'm trying to dissect things, that's why. Because in my mind, I'm going to write about it and I need to be clear about what I'm writing about. Um, so that's how I approach my life. I'm, I'm constantly trying to figure out why somebody would do something, even the most heinous thing, you know, so I'm never really satisfied <laughs> Uh Because a lot of times you hear the reason, it's like, that's it. That made you to pick up a hammer and hit somebody in the head. That, you know, so it's really fascinating to me to live in a world where there's so many different types of personalities. And and the people you see now who, you know, I was talking to one of my uh, co-workers yesterday who was just a superior human being. And he was talking about the dangers of putting people on a pedestal. He was telling me about some... Indian uh, super religious guru. I wasn't familiar with him at all, but apparently this guy had a massive uh, following and he died recently. And uh, now there's all these allegations of him being like, like, like some sort of maybe a child molester. I'm not sure. I don't, I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with this guy at all, but now he's like viewed as a predator too. Like there was some, um, some sort of sexual allegations inappropriate uh, now that he's passed away. And it's like the dangers of putting people up on pedestals Um, like that dude, that hot yoga guy. Did you guys ever watch that? uh, I think it's a Netflix document documentary 
where this that Bikram yoga now people don't call it that anymore they call it hot yoga because apparently Bikram was like a rapist um and then it's also weird when you hear the men in power because he was like I don't have to attack women for sex all women want my sex. They all want my sperm. I, they try to uh, put it in vials and containers. And it's like, wow, you know, megalomaniac much. I mean, it's crazy talk. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, you should check it out because this dude, I mean, he was teaching class in a Speedo. <laughs> I mean, if I had walked in with a, a man who was bald on the top with a man bun a headband and just a speedo on, I would have turned around and walked out. <laughs> but that's just me. And apparently he insulted people. Hey, you fat pig. You can't get these moves. You know, and like they stayed around for the abuse. I'm telling you, it's super easy to be indoctrinated. So yeah, there are a lot of disingenuous people out here who pretend to be doing good for you and care for you and doing uh, service for you, but they're not. And it's your job to figure out who's telling you the truth, who's being honest, um, who's a good person and who isn't. And that's what I was trying to say a couple of weeks ago. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to recognize the truth when you see it. You know, and I think that's where we are in the world right now. How else can you explain Donald Trump? You've got all these millions of people who believe in him. It's a cult a cult-like belief that this man knows something that the rest of us don't know. When in reality, he's just a, a raging uh, ma- uh, egomaniac with some severe uh, issues, personality disorders. And on top of that, I'm fairly certain he has uh, dementia or something. I, th- I thought that all along, you know, but people see what they want to see. Because I've discovered probably in the last three years that people don't want to know the truth. They just want to see what they believe validated. They want people to agree with them, you know. So and now we've got this sort of cancel culture, which I think is dangerous because you can't cancel everything you don't agree with. That's the ultimate temper tantrum, like grow up. You know, just be, I don't want to go after everybody's livelihood because I don't agree with them, you know, and, and, and then you also close the door on people changing their minds. People can be changed, you know, people can say things uh, in 2013 that they don't believe now. You know what I mean? I'm sure that there will be things that people will go back. Well, you said it. Yeah, I don't know what I've said in the past and I don't know that I agree with everything I've ever said. I've always been open to changing my mind. And if I'm wrong about something, I'll admit it. I was wrong. I I don't understand. And I believe we can agree to disagree. I don't understand why you have to cancel somebody who doesn't agree with you. I think some of the bigger issues that, that get played out that, that crack me up. Listen, I think Tim Tebow got run out of the NFL unfairly. But nobody will march for him or nobody will say anything. He won a playoff game. His last game, he beat the Steelers in the playoffs. And nobody would hire this dude. And because it wasn't racial, racially based, I think it was, though. I think he got run out of the NFL because he was a running quarterback and he was white. <laughs> and people just 
kind of made it up in their minds that he couldn't he couldn't win the big games for them. You know, and and Denver hasn't had a decent quarterback since. I mean, well, they had Peyton Manning for a couple of years, but at the very tail end of Peyton Manning's career, and uh, he was propped up by an excellent defense. And I love Peyton Manning, but you know, if I, I I have to correct the statement. They had Peyton Manning for like those two or three years at the tail end of his career. He won them two Super Bowls, but you take away those couple of years. This last decade has been really tough for Denver, especially at the quarterback position, you know? So, I mean, no one's going to march for Tim Tebow. No one stands up for Tim Tebow. But, you know, that's, again, that's how I rationalize, not even rationalize, it's proof that if people thought they could win with Colin Kaepernick, they would have signed him. They did not give a damn about the knee thing. That was just a talking point. NFL teams sign murderers. They sign people who have been convicted of crimes if they think they'll help them win. So, you know, we we get excited about these issues and these causes because we want to believe that what we're excited about is right. And so we want other people to validate it. But I don't believe that for a second. If you really watch football, you know why Colin Kaepernick didn't get signed again and he didn't want to be a backup so he didn't want to do you know what um most quarterbacks who want to keep working do okay I'll just be a backup and then you know I'll play my way into the starting role again or I'll just be holding the clipboard like Robert Griffin III like he came in all ego he had a great situation in, in Washington he, he was the man. He was making his Subway commercials and all that. Then him and, him and his dad decided to tell the team how they were going to use him. He got his, his original coach fired. The new coach was like, I ain't listening to you. I'm the boss. So then he gets rid of Robert Griffin III, and eventually he gets fired. <laughs> I mean, it's just a nightmare. I'm not even sure how I got down this road, but I think we see things play out all the time and we want them to be A when they're really B. I guess that's my point. So don't be a person who can't really read the room or can't really see what's going on. And if it doesn't match your narrative, be the type of person that says, you know what? I read that all the way wrong. That one was dead ass wrong and that's on me. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, I've, it's made my life a lot easier you know, I feel like I'm right a lot, but I've been wrong at times, of course. I'm just like everybody else. And I'll admit it. You know, if I if if somebody can show me proof about Colin Kaepernick, I would okay. But you know, just to throw it in that racial thing and put that cauldron, I don't even think he really wanted to play. You know, every time it was time for him to show what he could do. He he tried to demand and dictate the terms. And it's like, dude, you can't sue potential employers and then badmouth them and then be like, you know, hire me or no, don't hire me or hire me this way. I've never been able to walk into any job and to demand my terms. <laughs> and I'm going to give you some advice. If you ever do that, you're not going to get the job. They don't want that. <laughs> they don't want you to come in and tell them what to do. It's just not how it works. If you want to do all that, you can get your own company. That's how it works. So, 
That's where we are this Friday. I'm in my feelings. It probably didn't make any sense. (laughs) But the word of the day is disingenuous. And just be on the lookout. You know, they're all around you. I've seen some crazy shit. I've seen some stuff that just really would crack you up. Because it's so... Like, what are you thinking? You know? It's And it's really always a crack up in Black History Month. Because I get all these emails from everybody I do business with. We love black people. Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks for the email. <laughs> uh, I even heard a speech the other day. I was listening to some presentation... You know, they were excited to offer Juneteenth as a holiday. And and the person was saying, and now we know how hard it's been for our black friends. And I'm like, see that right there, that sentence right there makes me know that this isn't sincere. This is just a gesture. (laughs) And I'm tired of that. Don't be nice to me just in February because I'm black. That's ludicrous. You know, like, what are we doing? Where are we? And like, call people out on that. I mean, I do, but it's like, what are you talking about? And I'm tired of these emails and messages. And I love black people because it's black history month. And like right after George Floyd, it was like, we care deeply about our black, uh, you know, subscribers or our black, uh, whatever clients, whatever. I got so many, it was like so many. And so they, I guess part of their woke agenda is to uh, send you emails during Black History Month. I am Black History, but guess what? Black History is just history. So if you really want to do me a solid, if you really want to be like, okay, then let's not talk about Black History only in February. Let's make Black History what it really is, which is American history. And give me some motherfucking something I can use. You know what I mean? Like these banks, you've redlined neighborhoods to death. And now, you know, my mom's home value its her birthday today. Happy birthday, ma. You know, my mom's home value isn't the same as somebody else who's on their house for 50 years. Fix that. You know what I mean? Don't just pay lip service to black issues because it's February. Fix the banking system. Make it fair. You know, uh, there's a story out right now where a couple had their house. Um, it's what was it? God, whatever you call it, evaluated. It was, but that's not the word. And the person left and gave them the super low valuation on their house. So then they staged it with a white neighbor to pretend to be the people and made the house look like it was hers. And the and the valuation like went up by like a million bucks or something crazy. I mean, I'm butchering that story, but it's that's the kind of stuff that's happening. And on that level, that's how we don't have equality. So keep your fucking emails and stop uh, sending out these like phony, baloney, disingenuous messages. That's not what I want. I want my house to be worth a million dollars if it's supposed to be worth a million dollars. What's the difference between it being owned by a black family and a white family? Why does the value of it matter against my race? That's what I'm talking about. Like, to me, that's where where real racism is. Some of the stuff that you guys call racism isn't really racism. But that is. And it's bullshit. So, yeah, fix that. Because, you know, February is a short-ass month. 
while we while we talking about it. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday to my mom. 84. Woohoo. That's a milestone, dude. And it's pretty awesome. All right. <laughs> I am in my feelings. I'm really passionate about this. Equality means something to me. And I'm tired of people just paying lip service to it. I need equality based off my race, off my gender, off my age. You know, I'm just ready for for the world to to catch up. This is ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. I appreciate you guys listening. That was a bit of a rant. I would apologize, but I'm not sorry. It really does piss me off. I'm so sick of these black emails for Black History Month. Black History Month is American history. Let's just get rid of the little title for the month and, you know, give me my reparations all year. And to me, I'm not even really serious about reparations. I know people are, so I'm not going to open that door. I just want things to be fair. Just be fair. Don't redline my neighborhood. Don't don't only approve mortgages uh, for certain types of businesses in my neighborhood. Don't just give money to certain to liquor stores and gun shops in the hood. You know, come on. There's a reason why neighborhoods look the way they look. Equity is all I'm after. Parity is all I'm after. And if we can do that this Friday. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because I'm about tired of black history messages. I'm tired of whenever something goes down, uh, you know, riots with the police or whatever. And you send all these disingenuous ass emails. I'm done with that. So go ahead and just serve me up a slice of some equity pie. That'd be fantastic. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you as always. You guys are the best. Keep sharing, liking, giving those five-star reviews. Uh, Yeah, I just appreciate you. I really do. And if you get value out of this podcast, share it. Um, Yeah, it's all good. Have a wonderful weekend. You've earned it. And it seems like parts of America are going to warm up. So... I'm I'm here for that too. I'm ready because <laughs> this this negative three and that's bullshit. I did not enjoy it. I want to move to to Toronto, right? It's been warmer in Toronto for the last week than it has been in St. Louis, Missouri. We must we must address that. And then that's climate change. I'll get on that next. But before climate change, stop sending out crazy emails during Black History Month and then treating us like shit the rest of the time. All right. Be good. So you got talent, you know you got the illmatic, so you know they gotta have it. Can't give it free, gotta charge a fee, make believe it's needed by an automatic. Uh, all eyes on me, gotta sacrifice time and privacy. Me and Papa about to play hide and seek, go steal a Royce Royce, spin and driving streets. So, now the money's in play, keep a hundred in case, feeling sly, wanna buy the whole place. Now the honey's in the days, the haters constipated, looking funny in the face. Wait. He expressed a sense of taste, he moving too fast, he seeks success in space. Smith and Wesson just in case, lunatics, loser, gotta keep my family safe, ayy. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame 
machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the pain machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the pain machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over. So now you got the fame, now they know your name, but you swore you never changed, huh? But that was all vain, cause now they know your name and now that is all changed, uh. Ironic how I'm on a St. Thomas Aquinas until you just lose with the pirates. Accusing Zeus of defiance, trying to knock him off his feet cause he beat the highest. But my mystique's Messiah, supreme ethereal being, I'm pleading peace and quiet. I beseech the liars who can't reach the pyre, I'm gonna meet the fire, but we need the needle cause we love the fame, we need the drug, we need the fix, we need the buzz, I'm a fiend it seems, I need it cause, uh. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine. Can you motivate yourself to channel extra effort? Or will you heap pleasure? Living in heaven, having to watch your own legend. Cocaine with Cobain, no pain but more prone to throat things. Like Chris Brown pissed at his old dame. The fame being the reason your whole soul changed. But when your fandom cheers, you shine in that light like a chandelier. Can you tame the beast? Should I know I can, man, I came to feast in a Porsche. With suicide doors, parked in me winehouse, but do I die for? Huh. Truly I'm foreign, it's all bad apples like fruit and I'm orange. Will you sell your soul or ass like an old Kardashian show? Huh. Or go for fame like a pro and have the masses follow your actions around the globe? Either way, the blade favors none. Ask MJ what is facing up. Ask Miley Cyrus why she plays a slut. Yo, ask OJ, hey, who made you run? Huh. Fame, running plays for scum, money pays for some, a hundred ways to stun. I know I've done it as a favor like maybe once back when I wasn't born in 1981. Huh. Call me crazy, but I'm paid up front. I played to Beijing for an Asian lunch. Private planes, trains, and on the way you're blunt. Let me get these in Dubai, my favorite son. One. Fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine.